we are um, talking about straight ahead, and uh, we're looking at um, a number of passages together today. The word straight, uh, and when it's used in Hebrew, has to do with uprightness. Um, it's actually um, a word, yasar, yasar. And in, in uh, Greek, it's a word orthos, like orth- orthopedic. You kind of straighten out your foot, whatever it is. Um, orthos. And, uh, and there's another word, yutus, uh, uh, is another word for uh, straight. But it either means upright uh, in character or level straight as a pathway. And in the case of Jesus' teaching, it's both. It's both. You stay upright by going straight down the narrow path. And Jesus Christ talked about this quite a bit. Um, In Proverbs, however, in Proverbs, we learn several things ahead of Jesus' teaching. And so we factored in to what we're learning today. Proverbs 21, verse 8 says, The guilty will walk a crooked path. This is to give us contrast. The guilty walk a crooked path. The innocent travel a straight road. Now that's the truth of God. The innocent travel a straight road. They don't go all over the place doing all kinds of different things. They go straight down the pike. And uh, our passage uh, for today, Proverbs 4, 25, uh, 27, uh, says, Look straight ahead with honest confidence. Avoid evil and walk straight ahead. The word straight is in there twice. This is King Solomon, the wisest king ever. His, his uh, counsel, his guidance is to look straight ahead with honest confidence. Are you doing that? Are you doing that these days? You need to have honest confidence. Seeing things for what they are, still having confidence, still moving ahead, straight, straight ahead, straight down the road there. Uh, And he actually says, avoid evil, avoid evil, do not get tangled up, do not get distracted and and off course. You stay, stay straight and walk straight ahead. Keep walking, keep moving, keep moving. Uh, And this fits with all kinds of other passages from the apostles uh, during uh, or in the New Testament. But uh, I want to look at a few other uh, things connected to this. Um, Proverbs 15, 24 says, Wise people walk the road that leads upward to life, not the road that leads downward uh, downward to death. So I'm actually going to tell you a little preview. Next Sunday we're talking about uh, eyes heavenward. So we're working in the kingdom. We're straight ahead. We're moving straight ahead. And then our eyes have to be heavenward. And this is the teaching of the apostles. And it's the actual example of Jesus the Christ. And um, so we're actually moving ahead, walking the road uh, straight as it leads upward, upward to life. Um, We don't want to go down. 
Uh, you don't want to go down. You want to go upward. So uh, if you feel, if you're starting to feel down at different times, <laughs> it's a clue. It's a clue. Satan's trying to get you down. Satan wants you to go down. Satan wants everybody to go down. Uh, he's trying to take people down. Uh, this is his destructive nature. Uh, God is trying to bring you up, right? Is that what the apostles teach? God tries to lift us up. He's trying to lead many sons to glory. He's trying to bring us to heaven safely in his son Jesus. And Satan is trying to distract us and get us off course and get us going a downward path, going down. That's what Satan wants. So I just want to get some of those things clear. In Proverbs 3, 6, though, it says, Seek his will, God's will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. You're at a decision point, (laughs) you know, in order to not get waylaid or distracted uh, or off course, you need to be praying about it. You need to pray every every decision point, every choice, every day. You need to be praying about it, seeking God's will. I can't tell you how many times in my life I've known members of the church who are on automatic pilot. They think everything is mechanistic. They think they have no input. They have no effect. They do, whatever they think, whatever they process, whatever they evaluate or discern, it's apparently of no use. They're, they're, just, they're just bumping along, and whatever happens, happens, and they hope it's uh, decent. That's not what the brain is for. The human brain is for choosing. The human brain, you're given free will to choose, and you want to choose what is good, not what is destructive. <laughs> You want to choose that which lifts you up, not which takes you down. You, you, this is uh, the contrast, the dichotomy. And so when you and I are seeking the will of God uh, actively every day, you're talking to God, you're praying to God, you know, help me to know the best way to do this. Help me to know what to do next. Whatever it is, you are talking with him actively because he is taking action even based on your praying. This is who God is. This is who God is. He's an active God. He's an interactive God. Um, and I'm afraid sometimes Christians are way too theistic in their thinking. Uh, it's not uh, borne out in the Word of God. Um, so Proverbs 14.2 says, Those who follow the right path fear the Lord. You don't fear a bunch of other stuff. You fear the Lord. If you're on the right path, it's because you're paying attention to the Lord. How are you going to stay on the right path? How are you going to stay on the straight path? You're going to pay attention to the Lord. You're going to be in awe of the Lord. You're not going to be afraid of a bunch of other stuff. Your basic fear, your reverence is for God. And and it's interesting. There's another proverb that actually says, uh, at least in one version, that reverence for God is an education in itself. I love that. Reverence for God is an education in itself. It's the best education. Um, And this is what the Word of God says. And you and I need to be anchored in the Word of God at all times. Proverbs 4.26 says, Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. You know, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there, right? you just be wandering around. If you don't know where you're going, you don't know what's happening, you know, you, you actually need to know 
where you are headed to get there. You have to know. And this is a little bit what we were talking about in the, the little group session there. Is you, you actually can help people know. <laughs> when people are wondering, you know, wandering around aimlessly in this world, you can help them to know that there actually is a destination. There is a place that they were made for if they want to pay attention to it. Um, you and I are supposed to mark out a straight path for our feet. And this is interesting because Proverbs ends up then being in Hebrews 12, 13. Now, this happens all the time. You know, the New Testament is just jammed full of Old Testament scriptures. Uh, and sometimes uh, slightly different wording, but same meaning exactly. Hebrews 12, 13 says, mark out a straight path for your feet. Ah, you got it from Proverbs. Thank you, Hebrews writer. Um, this is what you and I are supposed to be doing every day. You follow Jesus Christ, you are to mark out a path. You, you have to have some idea of what you're going to do based on what he did with his days. That's part of why we do Mission One Train. You, you have to know what Jesus did with his days. Are you, how are you going to follow him? Um, mark out a straight path for your feet. Now, this also is related to some things that Isaiah talked about. Isaiah 40, verse 3 says, Make a straight highway through the wasteland for our God. Think about the earth, the earth as a wasteland. And uh, right before that, the verse before that says, Clear the way through the wilderness for the Lord. Very interesting because this ends up, this passage from Isaiah 40, verse 3, ends up being used in Matthew 3, 3, in Mark 1, 3, in Luke 3, 4, in, in John 1, 23, talking about Jesus Christ coming. He comes into a wasteland. <laughs> God himself comes into the wasteland that has what's happened because of sin. And a, a way is made. A way is made. And um, it's interesting that he, Jesus, started out his ministry by being tempted in the desert, the wasteland, in the desert, face to face with Satan. And um, so here's, here is Jesus coming to earth. He's the one that the way is being made for. Uh, John the Baptist uh, is, is making that way for him. And um, laying things out. And uh, then Jesus himself uh, in Matthew 7, if you want to turn there. Matthew 7, verse uh, 13 and 14. Uh, different versions have different wording for this. But Matthew 7, 13, 14. Jesus is teaching fairly early on. And um, he has just talked about uh, prayer, about the golden rule, about holiness. And now he says in verse 13, you can enter God's kingdom... Notice how he says it in a positive way. You can enter God's kingdom only, only 
and he says something similar to this later on uh, about himself, only through the narrow gate. The narrow gate. Now, this is also referred to in John 10 when he's talking about him being the good shepherd. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad. It's big. And its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. Now, Jesus is talking about people just doing what they want to do. They're just doing what they want to do. That's a, that's a wide way. You're just, you're just messing around. You're just, you're just wandering around. You do whatever you want to. You hurt yourself every day. You make decisions that hurt you, hurt you every day. Uh, that's what Jesus is talking about. The, the highway to hell is broad. And its gate is wide for many who choose that way. And uh, this, is, this is true for the world today. Uh, the masses uh, are being jammed on this big highway. But the gateway to life, you want real life? The gateway is very narrow. Very narrow. Very narrow. This is, this is what's talked about in King James as the straight and narrow. Walk the straight and narrow. It's not only narrow, but it is uh, difficult, and only a few ever find it. So it's, it's not the masses who are going to be going on this little tiny road. It's, it is uh, a few people, a few people, I guess statistically, who are paying attention to the one who put them here, who put them here. Now... Um, if you would, take a quick look at a couple of other passages that get us really focused on, on Jesus Christ uh, himself. Uh, he is the way, and that's the point of all of this. Uh, all of the teaching of the Bible is this. It leads up to the Messiah. It leads up to Jesus the Christ being the way, the way to God, uh, the way to righteousness, the way into holiness, uh, the only way to be right with God. And um, so in Hebrews eleven twenty seven, 27, um, the Hebrews writer is saying something about Moses. And uh, he, you know, he talks uh, well about Moses uh, several times uh, in this book. Um, but in this case, he says, Moses kept right on going because he kept his eyes on the one who is invisible. <laughs> Isn't that funny? It's supposed to be a little bit funny, I think. Um, how do you keep your eyes on the one who's invisible? Well, Jesus the Christ brought the invisible God to the earth in flesh. He is God in the flesh. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. The Father and I are one. This is what Jesus was talking about. And he is the way. The way was made for him. And he is the way. So what do you and I do? We, we focus on the one in front of us. Jesus Christ. The one who calls us. Jesus Christ. He showed up on earth so that people could see God. 
Emmanuel, God with us. All the full divinity of God resided in Jesus Christ, according to the apostles. Yes, the teaching of the apostles. So we're keeping our eyes on the one who put us here. And Jesus comes looking for us and he calls us to follow him and to stay straight ahead following him uh, into heaven. And this is why the Hebrew writer says in 12, verse 2, keeping our eyes on Jesus. This is what, this is what it takes, you and I, every single day. Keeping our eyes on the God who made us, the God who came for us, and who is leading us. He's shepherding us through this wasteland. He's shepherding us every single day. You're not alone. You're not alone. And by the way, that's the last lesson. The very last lesson is never alone. This is the way God has unfolded this whole plan. So we're trying to get our arms around it completely so that every single day you and I can stay straight ahead. Not distracted, not ups and downs, but straight ahead and we keep moving upward because we're following Jesus the Christ who is at the right hand of God. And this is the point of the Apostle Paul to the Colossians. God is represented perfectly by Jesus Christ and now he, was, he is in heaven. He, all authority. He has all authority. And this is why the Apostle Paul says, set your minds. Set your minds on the things above. The things of heaven, not of the earth. Okay, so this week, what are we going to do? We're going to move straight ahead. Straight ahead and upward. Until next week, and we talk about eyes heavenward. If you're here today and you have not been baptized into Christ, I would like to talk with you afterwards. Or if you have any other uh, things you you need uh, to talk about or to pray about, uh, please see me right after we're done. Let's stand and sing together.